We have Sharon on right now from uh, from ClimaxConnection.com. And uh, uh, Sharon, I want you to hear this, okay? <sighs> I'm making you pants. <sighs> I'm just trying to make you feel at home, you know. Oh, yes. The heavy breathers, I hear them day and night, yeah. You hear them, I guess you, you eat them, and then you, you know, you're probably like eating an apple and going, oh, oh <laughs> why, why, and, you know, you're doing that because it's a job for you. Um, yeah. Sharon is one of our favorite guests. We've had her on once or twice here from oh, ClimaxConnection.com, and uh, so we wanted to welcome her back. We figured it would be good since we were doing a show about this. Now, now her website is a little bit different. Her website, t- describe your website. Well, ClimaxConnection.com is a free adult community website. There's chat rooms, profile pages, forums, erotic short stories and audios that the members have contributed themselves. And the chat rooms are, they have audio and video as well. Not Most people don't use that. They just use the regular text. But if people want it, rather than give another member their Yahoo or Skype, they can do cam naughtiness right there in the chat room. All right. So yours is a... Is a a lot different. You're not looking to create like, like new social media. You, you, you're, you're trying to uh, um, to actually just entertain. Is that a, a good way to put well, it? It's basically for people that are looking for a masturbation partner. If they really like phone sex or cam sex or cyber sex, they can find a like-minded individual on the site and have free fun with them. Or if they are more of a loner, they can just read some of the naughty stories or listen to the audios of sex sounds that the members have contributed and enjoy that. Not everybody's into porn. A lot of guys, obviously, and gals love porn, but sometimes they just like to read a naughty story or listen to the the sounds and just close their eyes and be taken away with it rather than watch a one-dimensional porn video for five minutes. Talk about one-dimensional porn video. You know, (laughs) I... Uh, I'm from. I'm a child of the late '60s and basically '70s, mid '70s, and pornography back then seemed to be so much more. I, I, I don't know. I'd use the word loving. That's probably not the right word, but so much, so much more human. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know yeah. what I mean. I've seen some of the classic ones. I remember I saw a Deep Throat when it was on the the pay TV channel decades after it had been made and uh, debbie does dallas i saw those classic ones i haven't watched that much porn it's not really something that that i'm into but i did see those two classic ones and the classic ones from the 70s are totally different than the stuff today it really is it's more mechanical and robotic and automated the way that it is today it's just uh, it's just got a different feel to it yeah a very very different feel i mean back then it looked like they were actually trying to make movies you know it looked like yeah, they were probably they sound plot lines and everything uh, yeah yeah it, it was and also it was like i said it was more loving or kinder i mean a lot of the girls on the new stuff that 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 i've seen from time to time look either drugged out Way too young, either that or way too young for what it is that they're doing. Uh Or it looks like they are just not enjoying themselves. Yeah, no, I get that. I definitely understand that. Um, Well, did did you see that thing that came out a few months ago? It was all over the TMZ website about that man in Mexico that supposedly had a 19-inch penis. And they had a video that they had blurred out the penis part. And, I mean, it was, he couldn't really live effectively with this thing. It was the size of an arm well, yeah, it between was, his legs. It, it was just huge. Yeah, and it looked like it was, it, to me, it looked like it was obviously altered. It looked like, it looked like he cut him, cut his penis open and used those, like, those tire pressure things, the tire oh, thing, yeah. like if you get a flat. 
You know, you so go you're ahead. familiar with the, the case that I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, kind of pump yourself up. I mean, this is this is somebody who's just, to me, is nuts. The guy who I, I know of uh, who is who's actually stays offline quite a bit, his name is Jonas Falcon. I don't know if you're familiar with that name. No. He has the largest measured penis of any human being. I think it was something like uh, 13 inches flaccid and 16 inches erect or something like that. Okay. And um, it was a crazy story that I had read about it is that he was – he was going through a, a TSA security at San Francisco Airport. How embarrassing. And uh, one of the guys said, uh, pulled him over and said, look, sir, we, we believe you have a package or something in your pants. What is it? And he said, hey, man, it's my penis. He didn't use that word. He used a more colloquial expression. Mm-hmm. But he said he, he said they started they put dust on him. They thought it might be a bomb and this. And he said he was hysterical about the whole thing. And then his final comment was, you'd figure this would be like normal in San Francisco. I mean, why the hell would they be doing this? <laughs> but um, that's neither here, here nor there. So you're not a big porn person. No, I'm more auditory. I really like um, voices and sounds that certain guys make. I'm I'm quite into the. So so okay. when when you're when you're having a sexual romp, then you kind of you turn the radio off and turn everything off so you can hear everything. Is that what it is? Yeah, I, I'm not really a radio person. <laughs> uh, uh, excuse but me. I, uh, no offense. No offense. <laughs> oh, okay. But I'm really into the sounds, the heavy breathing in my ear and on the neck, and just listening to the sounds that they're making and. As they get more aroused, their voice gets softer and slower and deeper. And it's just, it's a totally different sound. And then once they come, it goes back to their normal voice. But when they're right in that pre-orgasmic time, they sound the best that they're ever going to sound. To me, it's just very arousing. No, that's pretty cool. And I know we're talking about embarrassing subjects here, but this is what we do. It shouldn't really shouldn't be embarrassing. Sex should be rather pure and clean and... uh, fun and create a lot of happiness in your life if it isn't uh you got to go to climaxconnection.com and see what's going on and see what's going wrong fix it all up i've probably asked you this on other interviews but i don't imagine as like a as, as a young lady in a, like a middle school or high school you said you know i think i'm gonna have a sex porn a sex site when i grow up no you never grow up to say you know what i'm gonna be the best darn phone sex operator in existence that just doesn't cross your mind a lot of people and adults sort of end up there as a last-chance job in in my division and uh, phone anyway. That's not always the case, but in a lot of the times it is. It's like when there's not a lot of options, that's where you start to think. And there's worse places that you could go. I, I would not be doing anything other than phone, like uh, being a stripper or an escort. If girls are able to do that, my hat's off to them. I would find that just way too personal. Just the phone is enough for me. That's as, that's as far as it yeah. goes. So you don't you don't yeah. walk, go to like the Caliente resorts and walk around naked and anything like that. It's just <laughs> it's just phone stuff, huh? Yes, there are some girls that also will do stripping, or some that do real time domination. There's definitely phone dominatrixes that they book real time sessions. They've got real dungeons. They've got. So how does that work on a phone? They say, now handcuff yourself? Uh, yes. Now twist that leather thing around your scrotum? I mean, look, okay. you know. Sorry. Penis and testicles. That, that, kind of, that kind of thing. Penis and testicles. Yes, yes. Sure. Yes, oh, yes. Sorry. yes. This is, this is actually and broadcast radio. It's not an internet show. So. I'm sorry. Okay. So they will ask, well, how many times do you want me to hit myself? And they will have a shoe or a wooden spoon. And they will be smacking, and you can really hear them smacking. They're really doing this, and they'll be howling with pain. 
as they're smacking themselves or spanking themselves or using a riding crop on themselves, something like that. And they'll say, well, tell me how many times. I'll say, okay, ten times on each side, ten times on each cheek, ten times on each testicle kind of thing. And they're howling in pain. They love it. They'll be sticking things down themselves, all kinds of uh, things that they'll be doing. As weird as you can figure out. Like I said, someone likes that and enjoys that. So uh, mm -hmm. have you ever heard of ballooning? Oh, yes. Yep. <laughs> We're the only ones who've never heard of this, Alan. Ballooning. Okay. Yeah. Well, they call themselves lunars. Lunars. Okay. Yes. Ballooners. Ones that are into lunars. the balloon fetish, yes. To them, a balloon popping is the equivalent of an orgasm, which is weird, but I suppose I can sort of grasp where they're coming from. I can't um, at all. Yeah. Well, it is <laughs> odd. They're not hurting anybody. I just keep telling myself they're not hurting anybody. It's odd, but they're not doing any danger not, to anybody. Yeah, not damaging to anyone else. No. Lunars. Oh. The lunars, yeah. Some of them will put the balloon on their penis and masturbate with that, like sort of a misshapen condom type of thing. Um, there's all kinds of things that ones will do. Very odd things. So what's some of the stranger things you've heard? There's a regular caller that I have that likes to put a wristwatch around his penis. Oh, but he knows what time it is. He knows how long he's been doing stuff. Yeah, okay. Well, that's true. That's true. I find that rather strange. I don't understand. I mean, He's got a big clock. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's odd. The blood pressure fetish, I find that strange, where they get turned on by the feeling of getting their blood pressure taken, and that's a horrible sensation. It feels like your arm's going to blow off. It's, a, it's the feeling of being constricted and it's probably more of a guy thing than a, a woman it's the feeling I, I i can i can understand that it's the feeling of of of, of uh, just pressure around the body parts but it's so uncomfortable i really hate having that done when you have to have that taken there's only been a handful of those i've taken over the years but they are out there into the blood pressure fetish that is definitely an odd one. Yeah, that is an odd one. So, again, you know, we were kidding before, but how did you come to do this? Unfortunately, it was, like a lot of the ladies, a financial desperation situation with not many options available to me. I certainly did not want to be working at a fast food restaurant or a big box store. That would not have been anything I would have wanted to do. My hat's off to those people. They're hard workers. I just could not do a job like that. And there's a lot of people that would not want to do a job like mine. They're talking to people that are, some of them on the very brink of sanity, is a kind way of putting it, mm -hmm. with the things that they talk about. It really is an industry that has a very large turnover of women because people will try it for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, and they just can't handle it. They think this is too weird. I don't want to listen to this stuff. It's starting to mess with my mind. I'm out of here. I'm not dealing with it. And it really has a lot of women that are like that. Right. It's something you try and then you go, well, yeah, this really isn't yeah. for me. I guess I'll forget about it. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, since you're mentioning women, and uh, and uh, what is do you have a lot of women on the website? I mean, I don't mean in terms of like... Oh, uh, on Climax Connection? Yes, we actually have a very good split. A lot of sites like that tend to be quite male-heavy. That's what I would have figured. They call it like a sausage fest. There's just yeah, uh -huh. too many guys. And our site, of course, there's always going to be slightly more men than women. But we have a very good split, actually. It's only about 5% more of males than females. And yet a lot of the women that are on there are bisexual or lesbian. It seems to be 
quite welcoming site for them because there's a larger than expected population of them. And the guys will say, well, yeah, there's lots of women here, but they're not interested in guys. So there are definitely women there, and there's straight women as well. There are ones that are into phone and cyber. Cyber seems to be the more popular. Personally, I don't understand the appeal of type chatting erotic stuff. I would rather hear them. I want to hear them say it. I want to hear their voice. That's what I'm in. Rather than see it in, uh, in, the, in a written word. Yes. So so basically you're saying that the women on this side basically are lesbians? I mean, this is what I'm getting from you. Uh, you know. <laughs> well, not all of them. No, no, no. Of state, course not all of them, but uh, 90, 90% of them. There's a healthy population of bi and lesbian women on the site. What do they like to hear in, in, uh, that, that would be different than what men would want to hear? What's the difference in the type of phone sex? Well, I don't have that many women callers. I, I get the occasional one, but not very many. A lot of the women that would call for paid phone sex are bi-curious. They may have never done anything with another woman, but they've always thought about it and, and wondered about it. Some of them had an experience years and years ago that they haven't ever been able to put out of their mind, and they like to talk about it. So I don't get that many, like I said, but there are some. There's definitely some that are out there. Uh, do you plan on adding any other types of things to the website, or is the website pretty much now done and this is how it will be? Uh, oh, no. No, it's, <laughs> it's like Disney World. It will never really be finished. Yes, I can see the, Fantasyland here. The website, um, the website just went mobile responsive in the last month, so it's more easily used by people on mobile devices rather than just a computer. And in the next sometime this year, I don't have an exact date, the chat will also be mobile responsive because now it's easy for people that are on a computer, but if they're on a mobile device, they have to get special apps and all kinds of right. things. Right, mobile, mobile is the way to go today. I yeah. mean, everything yeah, has to be is. mobile ready. I think in the future, people maybe will have one computer in the house if they need to print something out, but basically everything's going to be done via some other device. It seems that way, yeah. So we really have to go with the future and how most people are accessing the site and make it the easiest for the majority of users. And there are additional features that are coming for premium members, things like uh, if they send somebody a message, you'll be able to see if that message has been read. That's a feature that a lot of dating sites will have where you send them a message, but you don't know whether they read it. But sometimes they have this feature where it's like it will show like a little open envelope or some little icon so that you can see, oh, yes, They've read the message that I sent them. Oh, okay. But just little things like that. Premium members don't need to see ads. All right, I'm <laughs> not a premium member. But... Being a premium member is you do not have to look at ads because some people really hate looking at ads. And so one of the features, if you become a premium member, and it's very inexpensive, it's like $25 a year. It's very inexpensive just to help with the site running costs. Yeah, I, I'm, are you getting most of it right now through membership or most of it through advertising? Most of it through advertising. Okay. But most of it is still coming out of my pocket every month. Wow. I really wish more people would get the premium level membership because I kept the cost very low. $25 a year is extremely low, really. And it does give you a few extra features and it allows you to look at the site ad free. There's all kinds of little perks. Sure. Having, uh, sure. Um, I noticed you have uh, now a, a blog. Um, as well. I've always had that since the beginning of the site because I also okay. do paid writing for adult websites. Oh, and I didn't so know that. I knew, yes. Oh, I write for several phone sex companies and several different operators, a porn site. There's several different uh, websites that I write regularly 
four on a weekly basis. And so by writing for these sites, I would see the search engine results, that they go up, the site gets higher ranked if you have fresh content. If oh, you absolutely. Or having keywords and all these things in a blog. So I knew the importance of having a regular blog. You know, it's funny. There's a dentist in uh, actually in Boca Raton, Florida. One of his keywords for his website was penis. And I was always... For a dentist. I, I, I always thought it was odd that <clears throat> a dentist would pick as a keyword for the website penis. Yeah. But But uh, on second thought, it probably was pretty smart because there are tons of people, you know, that maybe they search for, for that word. and they wind up on his website and he's talking about placing dental implants, you know. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. oh, gee, maybe I could use an implant here. I didn't... Well, forget about penis for now. We'll go ahead and get into the mouth or something like that. Yeah. Um, is there a blog that you've done recently that you want to talk about? Uh, I have actually been paying somebody to do the blog for the last several months because I have so many writing clients of my own. I simply haven't had time for my own sites. So the ones that are on there are all written by somebody else that I've been paying to do it. Okay. But there are several companies. Uh, the ones that are on my erotic talk phonesex.com blog. Those are all up to date. I haven't gotten the one done for today yet, but those ones I all do myself every single week. So you're trying to blog out a, a new blog every day? Is that what you're doing? Oh, trying? God. Yesterday I did, what, six? Today oh I gosh. have to do eight. There are some months on a really busy month when I'm doing like a hundred. Well, are you doing this full time? Well, I do the phone work, and I have writing clients that I've written for for several years, like I said, on a weekly basis. Yeah, so basically you are. And I do voiceover work as well. Because this is that's time-consuming. I mean, it's crazy oh, to it do is. that. Yes, I make erotic audios for people. I also do vanilla voice work as well. Occasionally, I will get uh, voice-answering machine greetings I do. There was a station last valentine's day i think it was where was it it was somewhere in florida where you are for some valentine's jacksonville that's where it was and it was uh, some valentine's day dance they were sponsoring and i did the radio spot for that i've done a food commercial for a restaurant in toronto there's uh i did english as a second language that was the most boring job i've ever done for voiceover it was just the most tedious thing i've ever done I really, oh, that was awful. I really disliked that job. But work is work, so you just get through it. Yeah, well, since you hated it so much, well, we'll, do, we'll talk more about that when we come back from the break. And now, back to the Michael Blum Show. We're talking with Sharon from ClimaxConnection.com. Well, um, let, let me ask Sharon, do you, do you actually do things raw on the phone now? I do. I definitely have a paid phone sex site. It is called EroticTalkPhoneSex.com. That's EroticTalkPhoneSex.com. I thought my name was long so it's <clears throat> erotic talk phone sex dot com that's right i bet you got that name pretty easily no one else had that name no i was it, grateful that it was available yeah. because it's a good uh, domain name because if people are searching for and not only that it has your keywords in it you got all your keywords so uh, bob yeah. Uh, so bob yeah there is a way that you can actually go ahead and, and do that what would your phone sex number be it's one triple eight nine six eight nine two six five, which also, if you spell it, is one triple eight U Wank. Why? Yeah, I think it's, a, it's you know sort of a nicknamey for that. Yes, yes for it's okay. Yeah. It's amazing how we have so many names to that, isn't it? <laughs> yes. You know, they, they like they say the Eskimos have like a couple like a hundred names for snow because it's very important. <laughs> You know, we don't have that. It's just snow. And what's even stranger to me is love. I can love my wife, love my child, love my daughter, and love pizza. 
and it's all the same word, and it is like this. It's just not that descriptive. So anyway, I think when we left, you you said you were going to be building on this website, Sharon. What what do you plan on adding? Uh, well, like I said, the mobile responsive chat will be there sometime later this year. There are some extra features coming for the premium mm-hmm. members that will be on there. We're always trying to attract new members by doing things like this, by being on shows. We make sure there's a new blog every week for new material. The site visits are up, actually. I was looking at the statistics. I check them a couple of times a week, and the visits are slowly on an incline, which is good. Uh, I'm glad that you're growing. I'm glad that things are moving up a little bit for you here. You're in Toronto? Is that where you are? I'm near there. Near there, somewhere. So you're in Canada? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Are the laws stricter in Canada in terms of pornography and what you can say and do? Uh, I'm not really sure. Everything I do is with American companies, and my sites are hosted on U.S. servers. So, so you don't have to deal with it. I had had someone on the on, that said that the, the that Canada is actually more restrictive in terms of free speech than the United States. I was just. Trying I think to... it probably is. Yes. So that that was surprising to me too. That just that just how it is, how it is there. Do you? What kind of demographics do you do on the website? Obviously, you told me that male, female. Do you do age? Do you do where these people are coming from? I mean, physically, are they coming from India, the United States? No, oh no. The majority are from the United States, which is what I wanted because American users are much more valuable for the advertisers and, and all kinds of reasons. It's, that's not to disparage people from other countries. It's just honestly, that makes the sense. more people from the U.S., the better that it is, really, for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, well, no, that, that makes a lot yeah. of sense. You know, you know. And, yeah, 18 to 35 is the majority, but there actually is a fairly decent-sized middle-age mm-hmm. population. of. Uh, there's a lot of middle-age guys that are on the side. Big surprise, eh? Middle-aged guys looking for fun. Well, look, I, you know, girls <laughs> got to have fun, too. I mean, men got to have fun, too. I guess everyone has to have some fun in their life. And if this is what it is, then this is how it works, you know? <laughs> That's, yeah. that, that is how it goes. Um, I, I was, I'm also uh, a, I'm curious, being an expert phone sex person, as you are, have you ever hung up on anybody because you couldn't oh, stand absolutely. it? absolutely, yes. Tell, tell us about oh, yeah. that. Yeah, if people want to talk about something that's really disgusting, I, I can't even say some of the stuff on this show, what uh, people will want to talk about. I mean, there's some girls that will do all calls, and I mean all calls. is worse and even worse than you could imagine. They'll be happy to do it. There will always be somebody that will service anybody. But I, I don't have a lot of taboos, but I have a couple. And if somebody wants to get into violence or animals or babies, or, that's not going to happen. I'm just not going there. Mm-hmm. And people can be pretty awful. They really can. Some of the stuff that they are thinking about, it's uh, it's scary. It's a true window into the psyche of man, and it's kind of a scary view sometimes. Sure. I, I had said between shows with the, to Alan that as strange and horrible, disgusting perverted as you can imagine something is or someone for someone to do someone will do it and get off on it sexually oh yeah absolutely so we do live in kind of a a weird weird place yeah things like the balloons and the watches and stuff that's weird but it's not hurting anybody it's not distasteful even though it's strange but there's people out there that are into really distasteful 
stuff. Oh yeah, terrible stuff. Oh yeah, terrible yeah. stuff. Stuff that you like you said you really can't mention, and uh, you know. Oh no, I, would, I don't think you'd like it if I mentioned some of right, the things. Right, and, and really, who would want to? Yeah. Who would really want to hear it? I, I was just curious oh, if you, really if you just if you'll take anybody, or if you if there's some level or some place oh, no, where you go, I that's absolutely it. Absolutely, will not take all calls. Like I said, there's girls that will, but I'm not one of them. Now, do you, I don't have a lot. I'm not one of these really really vanilla ones. I'm I'm pretty middle of the road. But I have my limits too. Now, do you have limits as, uh, on the website as well? If the, what, what would what would be some posting limits that, that you wouldn't allow? Oh, I oh I have to abide by merchant rules because I have obviously the ability to process credit cards for my phone sex site and for Climax Connection for the paid level. So unfortunately, I have to go pretty vanilla for text on the websites because Visa and Mastercard are really strict. And there are lists of words that you can't have and t- topics that you can't talk about. And it's very limiting. It really is. And I don't think that payment processing companies should be into legislating people's morality. That's true. You know. But unfortunately, that's the way that it is. Lots of companies will say, well, you can't have these words on the website. You're able to talk about what you want on the phone, but you cannot have the text. It's, fun, it's funny. It's funny how you can go go ahead and go out and buy like a, um, a semi-automatic rifle oh, and use your Visa card, but uh, no, no, oh, no, no, yeah. no, phone sex. I got to be careful yep. with that. Now, does yeah, this... I know it's ridiculous. It is. It really is crazy. Does this change your? Idea. I'm sorry. I, uh, does this change your view uh, of society or the world? You know, like police officers oh, yes. can see yes. the you know when crime happens every single day, and then you are on the phone or on the website and things like that, and how like. Is this world not, you know, like it's like Disney World anymore? It's like the dirty underbelly that they're seeing, yes. I understand that. It really does jade you. It really does. It makes you think that most men are perverts when you hear the things that you hear. And you think these are the men that are out in society. This is your doctor. This is the guy that does your taxes. This is the guy selling furniture at the store. Just everyday people. And you think, what's going on in their mind? What's going on behind their closed door? You don't want to know. It really is uh, It's alarming. It really is. Because you can have these pillar of the community types that are calling for these just terribly debased fantasies that they want to talk about, that nobody else in their lives know about. Lots of times their wives don't even know they have these interests because they know it's not going to fly with wifey, so they just keep it quiet. Sure. And they have all these secrets and weird things that they're getting up to alone. And well, how, how, often do we, all of this how, how often do we hear, oh, he was such a nice man. You're so kind. Oh, I know. He fed all I the know. dogs and the animals and yeah. the critters, and, the, and then he hacked apart this, you know, his wife. No. Yeah. Somebody, I can talk to people for years, and they seem fairly normal, and then there'll be that one day when they reveal something, and it's like, my God, I thought he was such a nice, normal man, and he really isn't. He's got this twisted, bizarre thing that he's got, and it's uh, that has happened to me several times that I've talked to somebody for ages, mm-hmm. and then there'll be that little reveal. Well, and you never think of them the same way. I know. It, it, people get really weird. I, I'm, I'm a dentist by trade, and I, I remember talking to one guy, and he had asked me for toothpaste. And this is after he had spent some money with me and all of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, sure, we can get We have a sample who will give it to you. I said, it's really good toothpaste. He says, I don't use it for my mouth. I said, what do you do? He says, well, every night, he says, I take a little bit of it, and I just smear it on the windowsill near my, my bedroom so that the aliens won't come in. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, wow. 
The so, tinfoil hat wasn't going to cut it, eh? Yeah. So you know, I mean, you you really you never you really never know. No, uh, you really don't. You don't. You don't. I had a problem with a lab once, and they didn't deliver a crown in time. And when the uh, the customer the patient came in, he said, "I know you put." A homing device inside of it. So I know that the man who was sitting there in your office is a policeman. And this is like at the end of treatment. I have no idea. And sometimes you really have no idea until it's just about over. <laughs> you know? I believe you. I have <laughs> talked to people like that. I have talked to people that go on about black cars or following them, the people, the mafias after them. I've, I've heard it all, believe me. I really have. And it's like I can't believe this person is working a job, leading a life. And they have completely normal lives. That's what's... And, and they're strange. They're not right in the head. Yeah, yeah. And um, But they're prominent members of society. Some of them are very surprised. prominent. Yeah, some of them are very prominent members of society. Um, yeah. Some of them are actually even potential nominees for the presidency of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> As strange it is, you know, we have a, a weird mix this this election cycle. We have the, the, you know, the commie, the criminal, the clown, and the, and the creep. So, oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Go ahead. So under Donald Trump's hair, is there some kind of a receiver or something? Yes, I think he's probably he's like from the Men in Black movies. The mothership you know? have put it under there. Right, right. If he lifts his he lifts his hair up, there's like an extra set of eyeballs and things like that. <laughs> uh, kind of like Men in Black, you know, aliens from other planets. And uh, but anyway, guy, gosh, you know, that's why I prefer to talk about sex most of the time rather than the politics because those those people are just too too nuts, too nuts. You know, I mean. Talking about you know uh, intimating about penis size and everything for this this last thing with a with a he's little, no Milton Berle with little Marco no no he's probably no Milton Berle from what I understand very few people were Milton Berle but um, that was one of the rumors that was now you heard that too Sharon so I'm happy you heard I have that. I heard that years ago I'd say at least twenty years ago I read that somewhere yeah because I remember laughing when I read it and telling my mom about it she said. That would be the last one you'd suspect, right? Yeah, and, you, you know, know, he, he was, was no looker for sure, but I guess he was packing. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a, that, that, how you look has nothing to do with what's hanging between your legs. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's really a different, whole different thing. You, you, you really can't tell. But um, crazy world we live in. Yeah. Really, really weird. Um, so any final, uh, any, any final thoughts or things that you would like to address our audience with? Well, I just wish that everybody would totally accept that masturbation is a very healthy and normal activity that we all do. And if you're going to do it, you might as well rope somebody else into it and have a lot more fun than if you're alone. And if you go to a site like mine, it is definitely going to enhance your experience. If you haven't tried masturbating with somebody else, by cyber sex or phone sex or webcam sex, you really don't know what you're missing. The way I described it best to somebody else on a different show was doing it alone is like black and white, and doing it with somebody is like technicolor. It's a whole other dimension. It mm -hmm. really is so much more fun when you're doing it with somebody and listening to them or watching them. That exchange, there's, there's nothing that you're going to do alone that's going to be even comparable than when you're sharing it with another person. I used to look at it basically as that, well, yeah, masturbation's okay and all that, but it's it's like, um, you know, you can go to a really good restaurant, but you you can go there and eat alone. Sure. You know, yeah. or you could be with someone, and that always makes it a little bit more pleasurable. It does. It really does. Yeah, that's 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 absolutely. For well, sure. you help then, you know, not only with the physical but the psyche. That's the major thing that can be enhanced 
of what it you're is. doing. I did used to want to actually be a psychiatrist when I was younger. That was one of the things that I wanted to be. And this job honestly fulfills a lot of that. People tell me their secrets. They confide in me. They tell me things they've never told another soul, especially ones that are having same-sex experiences or that have some weird fetish they've never shared with anybody. They feel safe in telling this to a phone girl because they can't tell anybody in their real life about this. So I, I, it's like a privileged relationship. It really is. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I had a lot of, um, not a lot, I had a couple of dominatrix on the show, and some of them basically that they, they wound up, it's the same thing. People would just spill their beans to them, and they wound up being not only sexual, uh, not, not even part of their sex life, but they started to become part of their personal life. They would actually dominate them in terms of what they would eat and their diet, and, you know, they would actually try to help them out. It was actually pretty cool. Uh, as, as usual, I do want to thank you so much for joining us this evening. I had a really good time. I hope you did uh, as well. Absolutely. And thanks again for joining us. Uh, again, okay. folks, uh, check it out, ClimaxConnection.com. 25 bucks. Give it up, guys, girls, whoever's out there. If you're the guy who thinks he's a girl or a girl who wants to be a guy, <laughs> but not a real feminine, not a real masculine guy, but kind of a feminine guy. And uh, I'm a black woman that's 5'6 right now. Anyway, <laughs> uh, just but go ahead and go to ClimaxConnection.com. Um, and enjoy yourselves and go ahead and have a good time.